You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Can we talk about some of the positives uh, that the Kings had on, on on Friday? Actually, there's a lot of positives I want to talk about. We, should, we, we, we do deserve to give that Friday night game a little bit of attention. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Keegan Murray as well, and then we'll talk about some of the other things that are happening in the uh, Western Conference, or really around the league, namely whew, New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, mm. boy. They are cooking. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. But what a finish it was to Friday night's game uh, when the Sacramento Kings went on. They outscored uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers twenty seven to fifteen. Went on a nineteen zero run to close out that game. Ten straight defensive wow. stops for the <laughs> Sacramento Kings and left Cleveland with an eleven point win. Wow. That was crazy. Probably the most unique Kings win all year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I uh, mean, 19-0 to to close the game out. Just phenomenal work by that team on Friday night. And they looked done on the last bucket when um, Osmond got the, got the layup. I think it put him up eight, put the caps up eight. You know, it was one of those situations like, I don't think it's going to happen tonight. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I told you this Saturday. We, we, we both have had moments where we're watching a game and it's like, Kings aren't going to lose this game. Yeah. Chicago, I think, was one of them. I think even the Clippers maybe was, was – was, I don't mm-hmm. feel like the team's going to lose this game. Had the exact opposite feeling <laughs> on Friday night. As the game progressed, it was just like, oh, this is going to be really tough at home. I don't think – at no point on Friday night, you know, as as you got into the game, did I think the Kings were going to win? Once they lost the lead, I was like, "Yeah, oh, man." Then Cleveland started feeling good, and then they just went crazy. You know, Sabonis kind of like they had phenomenal. their chance and couldn't put him away. Yeah, Sabonis was phenomenal. Um, Keegan Murray hit yeah. some big threes. Davion Mitchell had some big plays. Uh, man, I was that was one of the games where you know I'm I'm kind of bouncing around the living room, you know, talking crazy, talking about mm-hmm. let's do what we do. And uh, it was a joy to watch. That was really fun to watch, man. And that was that was one of those – I always reference back to it when it happens. But that was one of those early 2000s Kings wins where it was just, you know, they looked like it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily the star that brought them home. It was, you know, some of these role players that mm-hmm. – the Kings fans have fell in love with and Matthew Della Vadova. Delhi. Delhi. <laughs> yeah, man. And 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 then, you know, seeing the bench um after the Keegan three. Yeah. You know, the bench, you know, was was hyped up. They were running off the bench and doing all that. And then on the Kings Instagram, I think it was the Kings Instagram or Malik Monks. I mean, they I, I, I love it because they know exactly what time it is. Malik is and Harrison Barnes are going through the tunnel uh, back to the locker room, and they got you know a camera following them or whatever. And Malik has just kept saying, "Hey, let's get up out of here, man. We just stole one, baby. Let's go. We just stole one over here. Let's get out of here." And you know they know exactly what they did, and you don't apologize for it or think twice about it. You take that win and you get on the bus. I mean, I, I sure. Malik's out there on the floor. I'm not. I thought they just beat him. I, I mean, they stole uh, it. They day uh, up eight with, or they're down eight with four minutes to go. And and like you said, the way we're watching that game, the yeah. way Cleveland is playing, the way the Kings really couldn't get nothing going. When the Kings yeah. got the lead, I was like, all right, we're gonna trade baskets here for the next. The, the, when, when they got the final lead, mm-hmm. we're gonna trade baskets here for the next. You know, ninety seconds, two minutes, whatever. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, it didn't was just trade done. a basket at it, all. It didn't trade any at all. They, they, Cleveland had nothing to offer. <laughs> so the Kings went and closed that out. And in, in this, in this, and this was the game where we got the birth of the 
defensive player of the uh, game yeah, chain yeah. where uh Sabonis <laughs> is rocking the you know the big rope with the <laughs> with the DPOG on it yeah. and man this team this team is finding ways to make everything fun yeah. whether it's uh the, the 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 beam or the you know now they got this this defensive player of the game yeah. you know chain that and they Sabonis get to rock after like, wins legit like Hyped oh, he was it. hyped. Yeah, <laughs> he was hyped. And then I thought it was—I thought it was cool. The um, the players—I don't know where they got them from. Who was doing it? But it looked like they had individual beams mm-hmm. that they kept shining on. <laughs> Some bonus. <laughs> where they so get them good. beams, man? I, I don't know. And how beams aren't available at um, you know, the 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 Sacramento team store yet? Yeah, is we, beyond we me. Need, we need we need to make that happen. Like all of these bars around town making light the beam drinks. How have we not figured out like uh, little beams to stick in the drink, or like beam like straws, or how do you make a beam ice cube? Like we could do all of this stuff. Maybe we could do it at the company party next week. That I'm not going to because they're throwing axes. I'm not going around my coworkers with they got axes in their hand. <laughs> Things can be framed as an accident real quick. I'll pass. I'll pass. Yeah. I'll make my own light the beam at home. There you go. There you go. If I could just figure out where Matt Barnes sells his light the beams, we'd, we'd be in good shape. But man, that beam, like now, I want a replica defensive player at the game award. Oh, I want. I want a replica them all around. Sell yeah. them in the team hey. store. Jesse, Jesse had to. Jesse had the 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 performance of the day here on the show. He gets to wear the he gets to wear the player of the game chain. Let's I go. want one of those for us. Yeah. Now they're 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 killing everything right now. And 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 know, I think that's why yesterday was so disappointing. It was a little because it was just so. There's there aren't many games this year where it's like there 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 was nothing mm-hmm. like nothing yesterday yeah. to find as a positive. Well. Individually, there is, and we'll we'll get there. But there was nothing to really like. Okay, with the Warriors, you had the run. Mm-hmm. With the Celtics, it, as as bad as it was in the end, it was competitive for th- uh, two and a half quarters mm-hmm. or a little bit more. This one was just they were never nope. In it. They were like, never in it. Tip to buzzer, probably the worst game of the season. Yeah, and following up off the euphoria of Friday. Where it's like no one's ever going to score against us again. Like we're just going to we're we're the San Francisco 49ers of the NBA right now. Yeah, and <laughs> that 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 was just like oh man. Yeah, that, that was sucks. that was deflating. That was disappointing. And then and it happened in the first quarter. Like it was just a it, it, again it was like thirty six to twenty two in mm-hmm. the first. And then to you know for me personally, and there's a lot of people like me out here, you know, watching the Niners game, riding on a high with that. And I'm like, oh, now the Niners, they're about to make it a perfect Sunday. Or excuse me, now the Kings, they're about to make it a perfect Sunday. And immediately to just be out of the game like that. I will say this about this team. You saw moments where they tried to turn it up a little bit. Um, They tried to turn it up on the defensive end, turn up the intensity a little bit. Right after the Julius Randle Yeah, they they, they attempted to do that, but they just couldn't make enough shots. Mm -hmm. That's that's really what it came down to. They they couldn't couldn't stop anything either, though. I thought they – but they – couldn't. Julius Randle had 27 oh, in the first half. He was half. killing. He was killing. I, the Against first, the same Kings fan base that thinks he stinks. Right. And I feel like he does this a lot, he, by the way, for those that are and, and he took it personally. That's just well, he's a big fan of D'Lo and KC. That's what I heard. Well, he's a big fan of us. He he should, ain't taking nothing out on us because we show love to Julius. Mm-hmm. We want to look Julius. He may listen to other stuff. He's like, it's for the chatty house. Yeah. Um, But you're right. In the first half, they couldn't get a stop. In the second half, I thought they tightened it up at moments on defense, and that's when when they tighten it up and get a stop. That's typically when they're able to compound that with scores, yeah. and they couldn't get the scores, and then by the time they got those two or three stops in a row, that streak was done, and they were giving up points again. But, I mean, and I know how you feel. I know how most Kings fans feel. I mean, we're 25 games into the season, and they finally gave us our first stinker. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, okay, okay. If they if they wait another twenty five games to give us the second stinker, then I think they'll be all right. Yeah, it, and and it, and it's, it's like hopefully they don't get worse, right? Because mm-hmm. the the stinker has evolved. 
from the Warriors game where it was like, uh, okay, what do you make of the the run they made in the second half? Right. Everyone has a different opinion on that game. All right. Some some people feel a certain way about the Memphis game, uh, the, the, the second or third game of the season or whatever it was. I don't feel the same way people do with the Memphis game. I don't think that was as bad as the final score was, which I think was a 15-point like loss. That, yeah. um, Boston, which was just a murdering run over a stretch of – uh, of, like of of minutes in the third minutes quarter, like that. like the uh, end of the, the fourth, third, into, yeah, into the fourth. But it's a like it's something you just absolutely can't come back from. It's a right. six minute run that puts you down twenty something points or yeah. something like that. And then this one, yeah. But this was this was a beginning to end. I mean, we're counting them on there. one hand at this point. Yeah, you know? it's it, it's a, a great point perspective. Yeah. yeah, they're fourteen and eleven, still the fifth seed. Halfway through this, you know, six-game road trip that felt like it was going to be something they were on forever. So, you know, it's halfway over now. And you, you know, you, you can you have an opportunity to, you know, maybe get one more win. Obviously, I'd want them to get at least two more wins. But if you got one more win on this trip. So that's and, – and, and that's the other thing. Tomorrow's going to be, you know, brutal because I, I, I'm not confident Philadelphia has found a groove yet, but Joel is just playing – player of the week In, incredible yeah um along with zion who goodness gracious um Ooh. i don't know what you do with that was man. a nice little reminder i, I think i think some people forgot <laughs> i think these last couple of days have been a that, reminder man. i was watching the, one of the highlights from yesterday and he goes to the lane and deandre ayton like just knocks the hell out of him gets called for the foul sign goes right through him mm-hmm. and one like big old DeAndre Ayton just knocked the hell out of that, that man. Reminds me, we need to talk about Phoenix. P- particular, I I have endless respect for Chris Paul, mm-hmm. but this is this is getting a bit silly. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. That's 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 great perspective. Twenty five games in, we get our first. This is this is bad. Uh, but with this back to back coming up, uh, I. I I know it's our nature to look at the schedule and try to figure out wins and losses. Like we do so much of that based on what this team used to be. Mm-hmm. The Sacramento Kings can compete with the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. The Sacramento Kings, even on a second night of a back-to-back, can can, can compete with the Toronto Raptors. Um, Detroit can compete with the Sacramento Kings. Like that's the flip side, yep. you know, to all of this. Like this is this is a team that is completely completely – uh, outperformed most of our expectations most of the season. And so, you know, I, I, I know everyone's anxious about this back-to-back, but let them get in there and compete with Philadelphia because they can. Um, and I think they could do the same thing against Toronto and then, and then come on home. And you got a, you got a, a Charlotte Hornets team, which you have some horrible skeletons in your closet with Charlotte. Then you got the Lakers, who are playing significantly better. And then uh, the Washington Wizards, who I don't really know what the Wizards are, to be honest with you. They're just kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Kyle Kuzma in Sacramento. Hey, we could, we'll we could do that. that. Yeah, we we'll could do that. that. You know, I'm okay with Kuzma being there. Um, let's come back. I, we'll, 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 we'll touch on the, the stuff with Phoenix that we were talking about. Also, we were talking about De'Aaron Fox earlier, and you said this was this, – this, this game in particular – against um New York last night is is, is it's a, it's a reminder of of how important De'Aaron Fox is uh to this team. Uh, I want to expand on that a little bit. Uh James Ham coming up at the top of the hour. Jesse, do we have Kings tickets for yeah, we do. We have Kings tickets coming up in the final hour uh for that game against Washington. So that's all on the way. The phone lines are open for you. 916-909-1320. It's Dilo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, now, back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. James Ham coming up at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Your chance to win tickets to see the Sacramento Kings take on uh, Washington coming up on December 23rd. Uh, coming up one hour from right now. So set your alarm, set your timer. One hour from right now, uh, 3.20, uh, we will have your chance to win those tickets. Um, I want to get back into uh, De'Aaron Fox. We'll get into the trade rumors, by the way. I know many people have asked about that. The... <sighs> I think it's kind of a stretch to call them trade rumors. Like, we're two months away from the freaking deadline. I know December 15th is approaching, though, and that's a big day for some teams. Yeah. Yeah. We've lived that. <laughs> Tried to warn those Los Angeles Lakers. Like, hey, we've, we've lived this. Like, don't don't get your hopes up. Um, but I, I guess we determined last year it is the start of trade season. Uh, with the conclusion being in February, but the King's name, uh, the King's, they're being thrown out there the, uh, in various discussions, and that's very much what I do believe that they're just being thrown out there. And and I agree. And I always wonder when I hear these things, and people are like, "You know, I'd be interested in this guy," or you know, we'll talk to James again about, you know, they're one piece away, and if they can add a piece, what are you number one? What are you willing to give up to get that? Number two, what are you going to do when they get here? You know what I mean? So, like, we'll just, you know, what are you, what are you going to do with Kyle Kuzma when he gets here? You going to bring him off the bench? Mm. Maybe. Mm. Maybe not. You know what I mean? I don't know. We can talk about it. We can talk about okay. it. Okay. We'll get there. Um, I do want to show some love for Keegan Murray, though. Uh, Keegan Murray seems to have uh, ha- have had a a nice little, you know, we were he 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 had that rough stretch um, on the road following, you know, that un- un- unfortunate news about his 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 grandmother, and we haven't heard anything since then. You know, mm-hmm. past you know, hopefully she's uh, and I think he said this that she's improving uh, a little bit each day, and his game has seemed to have been elevated as late, and he's mm-hmm. gotten back into that. 16, 17, 18 point a game guy, and and he seems to have gotten more comfortable. Found yeah. found kind of found his groove, found his rhythm, uh, both at home, which I don't think he ever lost, uh, and on the road, which I don't think he ever had. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, and I, it's a great sign to see him playing well in the in the last whole game. I think what were they talking about on the broadcast? Like seven straight games where he's been in double figures now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great to see that 12 points, four rebounds a night. Um, one of the things that I want to start seeing from him, and we, we see it a little bit, we see it a little bit, um, is I want to start seeing him get into the cup a little bit more. We saw it last night where he took eight shots or he took 15 shots. Eight of them were threes Yeah, against Cleveland. They were all threes, six, eight. He was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Six six of eight, and he was cooking. Yeah, he was cooking. Yeah, um, he was. I, I'm just. I'm just saying it. I'm not to make a point. I'm just saying it. Yeah, he was plus twenty six in that game. Well, there you go. Plus twenty six. It works. <laughs> <That's ridiculous>. It works. <laughs> it works. He won the game by what eleven? He was yeah. plus twenty six in that game. 
So, you know, I, and, and to be fair to him, I think we're starting to see that a little bit more where he's doing a little bit more than just shooting threes. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that it's no coincidence that he's starting to play a little bit better when he's expanding his game a little bit. So, um, and that's, that all goes into what you talked about, though, as far as the comfort level. You know, when you feel comfortable mm-hmm. and confident in what you're doing, you know, you're liable to, you know, get into the entire bag. You know, shoot the jump shot, get my pump fake, attack the basket, hit a little floater, or take it all the way to the cup. Saw a couple of dunks in the last few days. So, um, yeah, it feels like he's starting to feel a little better. Yeah, and that's uh, that's obviously a, a, a good sign for the Kings. It's a good sign uh, for Keegan Murray, and it's a good sign uh, for things moving forward because his, his contributions are, are, are certainly important. You know, one thing that I, I, I actually hadn't really – Notice at least not with this specific number because there's such a or sorry not with this specific metric because there's such a a, a love hate uh, with the plus minus those that hate it really really hate it and those that love it I hate it love it and then well then there are some people who use it when it fits their argument which I think is a lot of people but we were <laughs> talking about De'Aaron Fox earlier and you know we're we, we, we were thinking along the same wavelength, just different things brought us to this conclusion. You, you said, uh, really near the start of the show, you, you, you can't replace De'Aaron Fox. And, and I wonder how much last night's game is a reminder to people of, of you know what he brings to this team and how even when that shot's not falling, even when that shot's not being taken, he helps create for other people. His mere presence changes uh, the way the opposing defense uh, deals with the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, and I, you know, as I, I mentioned, the the plus twenty six for Keegan Murray against Cleveland. You know, I look down at the bench and realize not a single bench player had a plus in the mm. plus minus. Uh, the closest was Chemezi, who was zero. Mm. And we talk about the impact of, you know, obviously there's an there's an impact on the team overall when you lose a player like De'Aaron Fox, or arguably your best player. With within a game, there's there's an impact on the bench because you have to take a player off the bench and put him, you know, into the starting lineup. Yeah. And one thing that we, I, I I don't think anybody believes this happens, but sometimes we talk like it does, like there's this big like line change. In the NBA, where all of a sudden all of the starters are out and all the reserves are in. Mm-hmm. And that's not how this works. Now, there are times where you might see four or five reserves on the floor. I, I, th- I think it's pretty rare, especially when De'Aaron Fox is healthy, because we see De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk play together a lot. Malik hasn't played particularly well the last two games. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know... Maybe one plus one doesn't equal two in this situation, and there's a variety of reasons for for that's not happening because it's not like it, I'm, I'm, Malik's not terrible, mm-hmm. but I wonder if that bench, particularly Malik Monk, is feeling the impact of De'Aaron's absence. Yeah, it's quite possibly the case. Um, you know, I, I look at Fox and what he's what he's able to do, and a lot of. You know, there, there's a there's a lot of people that you know have a different different outlook on De'Aaron Fox as, as a ball player. When they have those different outlooks, sometimes I agree with it, sometimes I disagree. But one thing I think he gets sold short with is um, the fact that he's totally I don't know self sufficient is the right word, but he can create his own shot. Is essentially what I'm saying. Like he can create he can get any his own shot. He shot. Want to. Any shot he I'll wants you to, that. Yep. you know, and you need those type of guys out on the floor. Kings really have one in Malik Monk, um, but that that's it. I mean, Kevin Herter, who has a lot in his bag that I didn't realize until I saw him here, he's still not that type of offensive player where, you know, he'll blow by you or, you know, get whatever step back off the bounce um, whenever he wants to. You get in games like the Knicks game, and you gotta, you, I'm gonna just say it. You got away with it with the Cavs game because no Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. and you're a deeper team. But you need that guy that can go get his own shot. Hell, we talked about that with 
De'Aaron Fox on the yeah. roster and in the lineup. Like, you need another guy like that. And they kind of gotten to the point where they got two guys in Fox and Monk who could do that. And then that allowed Sabonis to do what he wanted to do offensively as far as distributing and maybe taking his own shots and getting those other guys open. But you take that element away from the Kings of not having De'Aaron Fox there. It just it puts a lot of pressure on Sabonis to create all the offense for everybody and himself. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. He was able to do it um, on Friday night, but um, yeah, that's that's a lot, man. That's a lot. So I always I always think you know De'Aaron's a little underrated, even by this fan base. <laughs> And I, and I don't know what this particular stat means, and and maybe you you can you can help me with this. But we often get drawn to shooting percentages, three point percentages, all of that stuff. But one, it's the number one mm-hmm. assist for mm-hmm. Malik Monk in the last two games. Mm. I thought Malik could wind up being a playmaker. For that second unit. And it feels like that has absolutely been. W- with the Aaron out. Because he certainly has been one. With with, with the Aaron in. Yeah. Um, but one assist over the last two games. For Malik Monk with the Aaron Fox out. You know and then. And that's that's interesting. Like I you know. Gotta watch the tape. To figure out what's going on there. But, Luke Caraway. <laughs> but you wonder if it's a situation where. He's not looking to create as much without Fox or doesn't have those opportunities. Or he feels like he has to score. Has to score a little bit more. Yeah, has to score a little bit more. Or it could be a situation like last night. I don't, I don't know. Will Z not having you work, but if you want to look at this, you, you can. Uh, how many potential assists did Malik Monk have? Mm. Where, you know, he's getting the ball to guys, but nobody was in shots yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nobody was able to convert. And a lot of the times with the assists, even with like um, the team assists, we talk about they only had 20. How many potential assists were there? Like there could have been 40 potential assists, but nobody was making shots. So it looks like you guys aren't yeah, having a good game, numbers, yeah. you know, assist-wise. So um, I would say it's a combination of the two. That's my guess. Him maybe pressing a little bit, thinking he has to score more with De'Aaron Fox out. And – uh, the whole team kind of struggling to shoot the ball a little bit. Because even when De'Aaron was there on Monday, last Monday, Malik didn't have a great game against the Bucks. Okay. So Fox was there in the lineup, and he still kind of struggled. I just think I think really with Malik, uh, some of it is, you know, this is the kind of ball player he is. He's a little streaky. Hot and cold. Yeah, a little hot and cold. And, you know, the thing that I like about he him can't is, be cold now, though. Like it's, it's a me, tough time to be cold. Well, let me let me let me ask you this, uh, and I love every time we throw up the the Will Z bat signal. <laughs> he's he's always there. Like nine potential assists for Monk in the last two games, and he's got one assist in the last. He two had games? one assist in the last two games. Yeah, mm. I think yesterday was zero. Even nine isn't. I would probably want it a little higher. I'd, if I had to throw a number out, I probably wanted more closer to twelve or so. But as I say that. I don't know if that's necessarily his job. Malik Monk well, is, is is a scorer. No, I you're you're right. I don't think it's his job. I just think it's something that he's been able to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be elevated with De'Aaron being out, needing another playmaker, particularly with that second unit having a a, a, a potentially strong playmaker. But you 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 mentioned this. The, the team couldn't hit shots yesterday. And the, this is a real question because we see it a lot. And not just with the King. We see it in basketball. Whether it's cold shooting or hot shooting, it seems to become contagious. And we saw it yesterday with the King. And it wasn't just 39% from the field, 25% from three. It's like cold shooting at the free throw line became contagious. And I'm so fascinated as to how that, that seems to happen. Uh, so regularly, Will Z says here uh, for reference, uh, Malik Monk averages six point two potential assists per game. Mm. Uh, he's only averaged four and a half uh, over the last two. Yeah. So, so to your point, he's probably taking a little bit more on 
mentally, um, hey, I got to score a little bit more. And he's be, probably right. Yeah, I was about to say to be perfectly fair, like yeah, he he, he need they need his offense without De'Aaron Fox out there. Yeah, his scoring offense. And who's he passing to? <laughs> you know what I mean? The well, yeah, Terrence missed. I mean, it's worth pointing out Terrence missed mm-hmm. the Cleveland game. He was mm-hmm. he was back yesterday. Um, not, I mean, just a. It was, it was a rough night for Terrence. It was a. It was a rough night for everybody. Everybody yeah. uh, yesterday. Um, this team is missing free throws again. By the mm. way, sixty-five percent yesterday, and I feel like it was in sixties versus Cleveland too. Sixty-two point five. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the. One of the things with that, though, I'm not stalling them out. I'm just saying what it is. Aside from Harrison, their best free throw shooters aren't going to the line. Their best free throw shooters so far this year, I think Harrison could probably be in that case, too. I don't know his numbers straight off, but are Harrison, De'Aaron, and Malik. And in that Cleveland game, Harrison went to the line 10 times, which is great. But obviously Fox didn't play, and Malik didn't get to the line at all. So... Well, I think more problematic, maybe not their best free throw shooter, but a dude who spends a lot of time at the free throw line is Domas. Mm-hmm. And Domas, I, I, it feels like it was a couple of days ago we had praised Domas for that rough. He had a a bad shooting at the free throw line. I can't remember. It was, it was Orlando. Okay, Orlando. Yeah. yeah, and that was the game where De'Aaron hit like everything. Yeah. Um, I think Kamara said he just knew that uh, De'Aaron was going to hit all of his free throws that day. <laughs> but he had it, 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 it had kind of mimicked the Kings. Sabonis at the foul line and the Kings at the foul line, they had kind of mimicked each other. They had like a, a, a bad stretch to start, and then I think we had pegged them at like 80-something percent, both of them, mm-hmm. the Kings and Domas, mm-hmm. at 80 percent or 80-plus percent since then. And now, you know, Domas was 6 of 11 against New York. Mm -hmm. And we mentioned the Kings were at, you know, 65%. The night before, Domas was 8 of 14. And the Kings were at 62%. Uh, I don't know if Sabonis is the cause or the effect or, or, or what it is, but for a stretch of 20 games, 19 games, he was locked in at the foul line. Yeah, and and you would want to see that continue, but you know, looking at his numbers and looking at who he's been in over his career, that stretch of being locked in at the free throw line was the exception and not the rule. For the season, he's shooting seventy two point eight on the season, which mm. is exactly what he shot on his career, seventy two point eight, and that's big guy, not really like a, a shooter. I don't want to say that's okay, but that it could be worse. It, it really like it. That's I guess I would. But it could be it's better. Okay. Yeah, but it probably wouldn't be. It probably like. Well, how do you go on a stretch? That's not like a sample size of three games where he shot well from the foul line. No, but that's like that's that, and you know this. I'm not saying it anytime. That's what averages are for, though. Averages are mean over the course of a long haul, like over the. Over the course of a, a long of a hundred free throws, for hundred free throws, Domas is probably going to make seventy two. Now he may get in a stretch during those hundred free throws where he makes twenty six of twenty eight, but then he's going to have a stretch where he makes eight of fourteen. And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it's going to average out to about seventy three shots that he made. Kings have shot. In the 60s from the foul line in three of their last five games. Hmm. That's not that's not what I want to see. Clippers game being the other one. I don't know why they can't hit free throws against the, 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 the Clippers, but they, sh- they shot 66.7% against them. And then they shot 89 against Chicago, 93 against Milwaukee, yeah, and then 62 and 65. The one that's crazy, and I guess he doesn't go to the line. I know he doesn't go to the line nearly as much as Sabonis. But the Herder thing is baffling. And yeah. it's frustrating to say the least. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't have an explanation for that. I think he needs to I guess change that's his what routine. averages are for. <laughs> I don't know. He needs to change his take routine. a step back or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. He seemed to have gotten. Yeah, I thought he played well versus Cleveland, but it seemed like overall he had just kind of gotten cold mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, he was at that Sac State game with you and hadn't recovered. Like he's <laughs> you know just cold. who was? You know who was there though on Friday? Uh, sidebar: Brandon Ayuk was like. Two people away from me at the Sac State game. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, that Brandon Ayuk? Sure enough. But, um, yeah, Kevin Herter, you know, he's, once again, I think what we're seeing a little bit right now is averages playing themselves out. I, like everybody else, thought Kevin Herter could shoot, you know, 58% from three this year. <laughs> I believed it. It's like, why not? Literally, why not? The guy can shoot. I got to be honest, I did too. (laughs) Everyone kept saying, he can't do this all year. Why? (laughs) I think what we were looking at at the time, I know what we were looking at at the time, was the quality of shot that he was getting. Wide open looks. And, yeah, and he, what do you mean Kevin Herter can't hit a wide open three? He's shooting a ridiculous amount of them. And I don't know how much of those wide open threes have disappeared, uh, but the, you know, certainly the the clip at which they were falling has. I don't I don't know what the the number is since say, let's just pick a random game and say the Nets game. We'll see. I don't know what the number is of his three point shooting since then, um, but he's still shooting far and away the best he's ever shot in his career at forty one percent right now. But his average is for the career is like thirty eight percent. We had yeah, we had we had the number late last week. Obviously two games have been played since then. I think it was like thirty five percent. The amount it, it was on a specific day though. Mm. I have to find a, a a text from Matt George. November ninth. Um thirty five percent since then. Since November ninth. He was fifty one percent before. He was 35 of 68 before that day, 31 of 88 since that, uh, since then. Yeah. So, and you look at his numbers, and right now he's playing above his numbers, you know, as a, as a whole, uh, above his averages for his career, 38% from beyond the arc. He's shooting 41.6 right now, uh, 43% from the field. He's shooting 47.1 from the field right now. So he's still above, but those things have come back to around where where he normally is. I think a lot of these guys, I, I really think the Kings, as as much as they can um, play on the road and win games and compete and all this other stuff, I think their bread and butter is when they get in front of this Golden 1 center crowd. Hmm. And that's why you just say, hey, if you can, if you can just hold on, you know, on the road, do somewhere around 500, you're going to turn up when you get it home. I think they feed off this crowd. They feed off that energy. They feed off dim lights of the Golden One Center. And I think they're going to what, – what they are right now, I think they left Golden One Center last time, went in 8 of 9. I think you're going to see a lot of that for the rest of the season. And we're going to ask for these road trips and when they go on the road to, you know, go 500, maybe one game under 500. Because mm-hmm. when you get home – Everybody going to play so much better. All right, we'll come back. James Ham is going to join us at the top of the hour. We've got Kings tickets coming up a little over 30 minutes from now, uh, 3.20 to be exact. Do we, do we have a call of the day? We do. From yesterday? Well. Okay. I was about to say, <laughs> man, I I can't even venture a guess. So we, we we got a call of the weekend. Call of the weekend. There okay, we go. okay. We've got a call of the weekend <laughs> uh, coming up. Uh, plus James Ham, and we'll look at this this back to back that the Kings have coming up, uh, beginning with the Seventy Sixers tomorrow. Right? Tomorrow. Yeah. For some reason, I wrote in the notes on Wednesday. It's tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk about that when Dilo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Zelo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Oh, we've got we've we've got a prediction for Call of the Weekend. Mm. This is the, this is the sneaky type of behavior that you would pull right here. Mm. This is a good call right here. 
Purdy to Christian McCaffrey as the call of the weekend. I mean, outside of Gwitty Cube, though, I mean, who who's going to be upset about that? You know I make those sneaky ones to get people upset. I like it. I like it. I have no but, idea. I mean, what the call I don't know. I don't know. It, it may be. Is it ready? Can can I? Yeah, it's good. All right. Call it's of the good. day. Call it. I, I'm trying to guess. think. Of, Any guess it, at all? No. It sure as hell ain't nothing from the Kings Knicks game. Oof, um, I, I well, I, I I tried to do my due diligence and I found something, but the audio wouldn't work. But it was a stretch. <laughs> it was a stretch to say that this is call of the night worthy. So we'll go call of the weekend. Oh, man. You know what was a good call? It's not It's not this. D- Tyreek Hill picking up that. that oh, uh, my goodness. That, 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 that was a great call. Mike Tarico damn nuts. near lost his mind. <laughs> Tyreek Hill was nowhere near the end zone. But – Everybody knew. Oh, he could go. He could go. That was that was that was a good call. That's not the call. I have no. I'm 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 going. I'm going the 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 party to Christian McCaffrey. We got Sacktown Tony says Keegan's three during the 18-0 run. Ramsey says Keegan's Keegan Murray on his three game Friday night. I don't know what that was. No, he was on his three game. Um, somebody else said it earlier. Sac State's game winner? Question mark. It's an option as well. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Jesse or Damien. Thank you. Play for the man. Um, DeMontis Sabonis. And, of course, you can always rely on his defense. Kings have numbers. Murray tees it up and laces a three. Kings up by six. Okay. Storming back with a 14 to nothing run. The blitz is on in the land. Okay. <laughs> the blitz is on. In the land. That's when I popped in the, in the living room. Okay. I was holding little Ryan. And when he hit that three, I, I hit him with the Kenny Smith. I said, let's go home. Let's. We weren't going home. Because it's like, it's like home. dealing with a sophomore class. <laughs> can, I, can I ask a question? That's when I popped in the living room. <laughs> can I ask a question? Yeah. How are these recorded? Because it sounds like the, you're taking the iPad and putting it up to the computer speaker <laughs> well, or the computer microphone. That one specifically, Jesse helped out on that one. That, oh. one, that one sounded fine. That one sounded fine. Yeah. Sounded as good as it can. Um, DeMontis Sabonis. And of course, come on, you come on, talk to me. Was this recorded? That, that one was recorded on the Word laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it was touch and go today. It was touch and go. It was touch and go. Y'all are funny. And then I had the one for the Knicks, and it just, yeah, it was a stretch. It, it really was a stretch. You want to know what it was? I don't have it. We don't I have, have no it. idea what it was. I, I have no clue. It was a layup for Keegan Murray oh, to get the, get the layup. That's where we 11. are. That's why no one will sponsor this damn segment. <laughs> oh, I remember the call, and the lead is down to 11. It was like, ah, Mark. <laughs> we made it all year without That's this. That's all we had. The That's lead all we is had. down was, to 11. I was looking in there. I was in the fourth quarter, and I was you like, know what the call? never got the, below 15. The call, <laughs> the call of last night would be, all right, there's tip-off. The game's underway here at the Mecca. At the Mecca. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. That would have been the only thing worth having. Damn, it's Pino and Elijah's fault. That's what I heard. I saw they were there. Mm-hmm. Not all Kings fans can be present at Kings games, man. Things happen. Uh, hopefully no one's taking the trip to Philadelphia uh, where the Sacramento Kings will take on the 76ers tomorrow where Joel Embiid just went for 50 again, 53-12. and 12. We're going to run out of time because James is going to join us here. I, I, and we'll, t- we'll talk about the 76ers and the Raptors. Yo, I love Chris Paul. Mm. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Chris Paul. But this police in the game stuff needs to calm down. And it, 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 and I feel like Chris Paul is the instigator of all. I kind of feel like I have a word that I want to use for Phoenix, but it's harsh, so I'm not going to use it. Okay. But it starts with a B and ends with itches. Mm. So I, but they act. Y'all need to stop this. That team, and I think it's Chris Paul's demeanor, they be acting funny, man. Well, somebody, somebody – uh pointed this out 
um, over the weekend. I forgot who it was. I just saw it on Twitter maybe. But there's a common denominator into who they're acting like. And they said a lot of Lob City vibes with Phoenix. There's a common denominator there. As far as like very, very chesty without ex- without actually accomplishing much of anything. Like Phoenix is sitting. Yeah, it's Chris. Are we are we are we talking about someone other than Chris Paul? Well, no, I'm just saying. Like oh. he's the common denominator. I mean, this books kind of. Their book is like. Book let's is. not forget. This is the dude who was mad. They was playing defense in a pickup game. <laughs> and then you you got you got campaign. You got campaign, and then campaign was out there on like after the game on Friday. Let's talk about man. You know we, we do things the right way around here, man. We we're not disrespectful. Shout out to our guy Dev. In the lab, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, somebody tagged us on Twitter, but I saw it on Friday. Oh, he was investigating mm-hmm. all the nonsense Phoenix does at the end of games and dunking when they're up that thirty they and all the yeah. yeah, and doing all that dunking and campaign. I oh, I wish if if I was reporting, if I was um, James in Nam oh. in, in Phoenix and I was at that practice, I'd be like, oh, you said you do things the right way. Can you explain this video? Mm. Can you explain this when you're up 30 on the on the Pelicans last postseason and you get a little dunk in at the buzzer? Can you explain when you did this against Dallas? Phoenix got to stop that, man. Phoenix got to stop. Then you messed around and lost both games. You lost twice to New Orleans. You went from wor- one to four. Mm. Hey, um, <laughs> boy, Zion. Woo! <laughs> Zion's last handful of games, 35, 35, <laughs> 29, 25, and 30. Lord. That boy is Ooh, bad. Uh, this from Matt Mayoka, 49ers, Debo Samuel, knee MCL sprain slash ankle sprain. It was a really bad tackle. Mm. Uh, expected to return at some point during the regular season. All, all caps, regular season. I don't know if I'd play him in the regular season. You're probably not going to have to. Mm. You're probably not going to have to. Would you want him to come in cold to the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm fine with that because if he's if he's ready to come back, he can practice. True. True. Uh, Brock Purdy. Uh. I'm glad you said his name your new right now. Hero and savior uh, <laughs> is listed as day to day, so it's obviously going to be touch and go leading into Thursday's game. Aren't we all day to day? It could be Josh Johnson versus Geno Smith. It could be. It could be. And the way Kyle is going, there's no it question. It we, we might not even make it till Thursday. <laughs> the way the way Kyle is going, man, it really don't matter. I mean, at this point, what, what's the last? What, what would you say the last? Four quarterbacks that he's had to play have all at least been decent when they play. Who's the one Mullins before? Mullins, Garoppolo, Lance, Purdy. Don't don't rewrite Mullins. Mullins infuriated you last year. Yeah. Don't don't. Well, do no, that. not last year. The year before. But I mean, Mullins won a couple games though. That's what yeah, you're asking. The year before, sorry. That's what you're asking. You're asking win a couple games. He was able to do that. Like he very literally did that. Yeah, he won in L.A. Well, that's not saying anything. <laughs> well, I mean, is it? I don't know. Isn't that San Francisco South? That is definitely. 49ers South? That is definitely Levi's South. Or 100%. whoever is there at the time? Yeah, no. It, it is absolutely. Well, there was a lot of Dolphins fans there last night. Of course there were. You know, I made the comment. I think they, that they left unhappy. Uh, there's, I think there's more Charger fans in L.A. than Rams fans. Chargers, Chargers fans actually like. I don't want to say it's a home field advantage, but they're they're actually in there. Hey, can, I, I I know we're jumping all over the place. This everyone had giant Zion jokes last year. I I'm telling you, man, we're it with sports like we're so out of sight, out of mind. Y'all forgot. I didn't forget. I'll be that guy right now because I was like, nah. some of what y'all were we talking about? Forgot. We're, somebody made a list. Of top ten, it was something. Remember, and I kept talking about Evan Mobley being on there, and 
I think it was James, and I was like, yo, Zion's one of the guys. And the chat, not just James, but the chat, I was like, nah, Zion, I don't know, man. I, don't know. I was like, man, no, nah, I'm taking my chances with Zion Williams. It's like top 10 players under, it's not 25. It might have been like under 21 or something like that. I don't know. But no, well, Zion's the truth. Now, here's the here's the thing before we bring James Hamm in. Here's the thing with New Orleans. Can they figure out how to play Zion and Brandon Ingram together? Because Zion has lost his mind with Brandon Ingram out. Last year in the playoff run, Brandon Ingram lost his mind with Zion not there. The the problem that they've had over the course of those two being together is when they're both playing together. I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll they'll be just fine. But that's the the last missing piece to figure out in New Orleans. Or trade Zion to Sacramento. That oh, fixes you know, we could do that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 